1: The G-Talk podcast is episode 131. We got a special one ahead for you. We have uh, Dr. McDonald, Mr. Sexton, and we have Ashanti from the ALB Media team. They will be discussing the behind the scenes of the Rose Bowl Parade. But before we get to that, hope you're having a great week so far. Um, Thank you for listening. Thank you for continuing to listen. I definitely appreciate your support listening to the G Talk podcast and um, just the news week, um, this past weekend I went to a live podcast event down in Murfreesboro, and part of that kind of um, inspired me. Uh, and, and Veronica wanted me to ask the listeners, but how would y'all feel if I did a live podcast performance? Um, you know, it'll be like a it'll be in an event space. I'm sure i have some concessions and things like that but just let me know what you think of, 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 a, of a live uh, Talk podcast event um i think that'd be pretty neat maybe for episode 150 who no, knows it's coming up and that's actually slated for mid-may uh, episode 150 but last week since the last recording i did record last tuesday so some things have occurred uh, i got some very great news last thursday but i will give that announcement later on when things um when things are more official um also uh update your headshots update your professional headshots. headshots i'm actually going to do that today last time i did my headshots my professional headshots was in 2016 so it's definitely time for update um as far as um This is what I did pretty much over the weekend. I finished the series Dope Sick. It is on Hulu. It is about the opioid crisis from Purdue Pharma. So if you haven't watched that, I'll definitely recommend uh, checking that out. Very great series and very eye opening. Uh, On to world news. Uh, The Democrats failed to pass the voting legislation uh, due to the filibuster uh, West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin and also Arizona um, Democrat um, Kirsten Cinema uh, voted against it. Um, so yes, back to the drawing board with that. Uh, Russia and Ukraine uh, tensions increase. Essentially, um, they're encouraging all U.S. citizens to leave Ukraine in the event of a russian invasion well they're they're slated to meet for talks uh later this week so more uh details will be coming on that uh nato forces have also been uh assembled near the border or surrounding countries near russia and ukraine on to sports uh it was a wild sports weekend it was great football Uh, The Tennessee Titans, they hosted the Cincinnati Bengals here in Nashville, Tennessee. The uh, Titans were the number one seed in the AFC, so they had the bye week. So during the division series, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals have defeated the Tennessee Titans, 16-19 on a game-winning field goal. Very heartbreaking. Next was uh, Green Bay versus San Francisco. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers have been eliminated. They also, too, lost on a game-winning field goal. For Sunday's games, it was the L.A. Rams versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady has been eliminated. They lost 30-27 on a game-winning field goal. And last but not least, Kansas City versus the Buffalo Bills. This was the most exciting game. It was a shootout to the very end. The final score was Kansas City, 42, Buffalo Bills, 36 in overtime. I feel bad for Josh Allen, but he played a hell of a game. So did Patrick Mahomes. The last few minutes of that game were electric. We were watching it at MRO screaming because of how, how much they were going back and forth um but yeah that's all i got and we got a special 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 treat from the band staff on their experiences in pasadena stay tuned all right y'all welcome to the G Talk podcast we have a special episode we got um some of the band staff in the building um also part of the uh, media team we have ashanti to the right of me
0: hi everyone thanks for having us here
1: yes i have the legendary prof sexton in the building
2: hello hello everybody
1: (laughs) and of course we have the original a mcdonald dr mcdonald how you doing man
3: hey how you doing garrison thanks for having us
1: yeah thanks for joining me um you know i'm really excited about this um i was talking off mic and when i saw the band on tv Mm -hmm. uh and during the rose bowl i got emotional You know, it just felt like, um, you know, I was a part of that, and just to see that on a world stage, it was just, it was just emotional for me, and um, I was just really proud of the band. It was like a real full circle moment. So, um,
3: thank you. But actually, you was as as we was talking about it uh, a little bit, as we share with our students, current students now, that everything they get an opportunity to experience now is a result of the legacy and the hard work of the bands prior to them. And likewise, we're trying to instill in them that it's important for them to work hard and, and push themselves a little bit further than the normal band because they are setting up something for students 15, 20 years down the road that will be in the band. And so it, it's just full circle in a sense. So. Um, I'm glad that you, you you had a good experience looking at us and everything like that. Yeah. But please understand that you was a, a big part of that, like all alumni that have come through the band as a, as a big, big part of that. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the audition tapes that we put together mm-hmm. <laughs> and Mr. Sexton put together for us probably had some of y'all in the band, yeah. so oh
2: well, yeah. Yeah, Doc, I see it as like a relay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, well you got all these runners Mm-hmm. And they passing a the baton. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. like, everybody who's been here before, you just passing the baton. Mm-hmm. And we gotta keep that going. Yes. And sir. that's what that's what Doc is putting us in a position to keep that going. Yep. So like you said, people that came before, people that are here now, people in the future, all a part of that.
1: hmm Yeah, uh definitely, you know, hard work not going in vain. Um <laughs> And back back when, you know, when I was in the band, I thought Daytona was <laughs> the oh, greatest yeah. trip oh, yeah. ever But then again You know Looking back It was though it Because it was. It really We was. we. I mean I'm a kid from Atlanta You know I mean I've, I've been to Florida before But on that scale And then also We went to Disney World And yeah. It was just I'm thinking Man all this is free and we getting a stipend, too? So, <laughs> that, yeah. you know, it was, it was you know, just being like 19, 20 years old. Yeah, that was, was a, college, you know. And that's,
2: that's funny you should say that because I thought about that the other day because I was like, we I think we've done it twice. Yes, we've done mm-hmm. it twice. Disney twice. World. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Now we've done Disneyland.
4: Mm.
2: That's something to me, you know. Yeah. yeah. And so when you think about that
3: experience in 2012, it really was a catalyst for what happened in mm-hmm. los angeles with us doing disney was it disney world in los angeles i think disney it's land disney land Disneyland in, in yeah. los angeles um, because um when we were starting to prep for it you know you started to get a lot of information regarding um i think they was really adamant about us leaving the curb clear okay and so as a band staff we started thinking about it but I remember having that conversation with the people that was responsible for entertainment and the parade for Disneyland. And one of the things that I think helped them to feel really comfortable with us was the fact that I was I mentioned in our conversation that this would be our third time performing for Disney. Mm-hmm. And I said that you know we are very accustomed to doing it, and it, it you know it's going to be pretty easy for us to get together exactly what it is you want. So, and once you know that that part of the conversation happened i think they felt a lot more comfortable with us yeah and just knowing that we was going to do a good job so then the conversation went from that to how can we make this parade last longer? Because the parade is a relatively short parade. Oh yeah, oh, really? And so hmm. they asked <laughs> the exact conversation. Which month the parade
1: at Disney or
3: at Disneyland? And the oh, one man. in Los Angeles. Gotcha, gotcha. And, and I, I remember one day the guy called me and asked, could we march a lot slower than we normally <laughs> do, <laughs> so that more people, more spectators at Disneyland could see us perform? Because mm. at the at the temple we normally march. The guy was like, well, y'all will be finishing. About five or ten minutes and so we want to try to stretch it out to 30 minutes if we can so
1: okay. yeah well I'm sure y'all found a way well um, <clears throat> yeah, let's let's get right into it as far as like the um, like how did the Rose Bowl come about uh, Mr. Sexton you mentioned a video for like um, uh, could you could you go more into that what you mentioned as far as like getting the band even considered for the uh, Rose Bowl
2: oh well yeah there's an application process mm-hmm. yeah and uh, a, p- a part of that was they wanted to see you. They wanted to see some of the things that you've done. So mm-hmm. we had to compile, you know, video with various looks. And, and especially in the parade, they really wanted to see how we look in the parade and all that kind of stuff. So they can get an idea of, you know, what we're going to look like when we come down that street in Los Angeles okay.
1: or Pasadena. <laughs> 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 was that like a strenuous process? Or like, how long, how long did that take to compile, you know, a showcase for, for them for the application? Not
2: long. You mm-hmm. know what? Because we do so much. Yeah, Yeah, You know, the ALB does so much, you know. (laughs) Uh, We here, we there, we parade, we on the field. We just do so much that we had enough footage, you know, just right there available.
1: Yeah, speaking of, I think last week, uh, was it the Tennessean? They um, showed, like, the 75 years of the ALB or something like that. Yeah. Um, I thought that was pretty neat. I'm I'm still
3: looking for that exact article, actually, because I saw some pictures that I hadn't seen before. Mm. And – Actually, even strolling through Facebook today, I saw that Mel Turner Sr. posted a picture, and it was a picture of him in 1968 in the band. And then my mind quickly started going, say, I bet you Mr. Gross, well, the late Mr. Gross, who was my high school band director, I said, I bet he was in the band. Was that
2: that the picture with, like, People sitting down. Yes. Yeah, my band director, my high school band director, was in there. So, yeah, because awesome. he sent me the picture and asked me, "Did I notice him?" I said, "Yeah," because he has the same look. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's just a small
3: world, and um, you know, um, kind of coming back to what what you and, and Prof Sexton was talking about with regards to the application process. So when you you get a a chance to do a performance of that magnitude, there are a lot of details that go into it. Prof is is, is, is a modest, is a very modest man. Uh, When we, when I first started thinking about that particular parade, I actually was considering to the Rose Bowl Parade and the Macy's Parade. And um, when we started looking at the application process, there was various things that they wanted to be done with regards to the video clips and all of that. And then we had to submit a portfolio, performance portfolio, if you will. Uh, I think we submitted all of these things, I want to say in 2017, I think that was the first time we submitted our application. And, um, you know, I don't think that we was denied anything, but I think at that point, because they only invite four college bands a year, that they were um, starting to get more into diversity. And so, um, not that this is the first time that any HBCU had performed in the Tournament of Roses. I think the first band might have been Mississippi Valley okay. in the 1960s, I think that might have been the first one. Okay. And then after that, I think you had Mars Brown in there And even um, in the late 90s, early 2000s, Alabama A&M actually performed in the parade. But there was a a big enough gap with the uh, Rose Bowl uh, tournament, Um, people with lack of diversity from HBCU bands being invited, that they started to kind of ask us to um, submit applications. And so um, with that, the first two to come, kind of come back on the scene was Florida and m and Alabama State, then Southern, and then it was supposed to be us. But then the pandemic kind of hit in there. And then after us, it's going to be Norfolk State. So they're making a, a concerted effort to kind of have some diversity um, if you meet all the criteria. You know, you just it's not one of those things that they're just picking people. <laughs> that, I got you. Um, Um, So they only pick four college bands a year. This is something important that I think alumni should know. Only four college bands a year is invited to perform. Two of those four have to audition. So Tennessee State had to audition in a sense. That's with our um, video packet that Mr. Sexton put together, our portfolio that was put together, our performance portfolio. And then Georgia State and Atlanta; those two bands auditioned to be in the parade, in a sense. The other two bands are picked at large based on the colleges that's playing in the actual Rose Bowl football game. Okay. So this year was Ohio State and Utah; that's why those two bands was there. So it was a total of four college bands that's that's performing. And so not only is our performance significant this year, and Norfolk is going to be significant next year, but Southern and Alabama State and FAMU before us and even back into the 60s with Mississippi Valley and Mars Brown is very significant because in a sense, we're opening the the eyes of the world to what it is we do at HBCUs and how valuable our performance is to just the total culture of the country, you know, you know, when you, you think about it. You know, we can be at a football game, and most people normally go to the concession stand. But then when <laughs> Tennessee State or one of the other HBCUs are playing, all of a sudden people are standing around. Mm-hmm. It's such a big deal here, like in the NFL. Whenever we play for the Titans, um, I don't know if people ever pay attention, the Titans actually um, notify or announce us in the Tennessean that today's halftime performance is the of bands. And you was, you, was, you was in the band. You remember whenever we get off at the pedestrian street bridge, there's already a whole array of people right there waiting for us, and they march across the bridge with us to the stadium. Yeah. Part of that is because of the excitement of what HBCUs bring in terms of performance.
1: Yeah, I always uh, tell people I felt like a B-list celebrity when I, when I was in school. Um, even now, like in my professional career, I tell people, oh, yeah, you know, I, I graduated from Tennessee State. I marched in a band. Really? I love you guys. You know, y'all, y'all were at the, um, you know, Titans game. And, you know, they, even people who are from Nashville, they, they know the were bands some way, somehow. So it runs pretty deep. And, you know, it felt good to hear the announcers on television speak so highly, oh my gosh, they have such amazing sound. And, (laughs) you know, it was just good to hear them and, you know, everything that's going on with, you know, T.H.U. in the Rose Bowl, what Deion Sanders is doing at, you know, Jackson, like Mm -hmm. HBCUs are really becoming more prevalent and, you know, it's a good thing to watch, a good thing to experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Because we've always been around.
3: Right, it's kind of like uh, HBCUs in the United States have been uh, one of the best kept secrets in a sense. You know Mm -hmm. and with the popularity of some of the the big schools and football and stuff it's almost like you know we was kind of swept under the the rug a little bit but here lately in pop culture with the way the bands perform and the way we can take an arrangement and almost in a sense create magic more than any other instrumental ensemble that i can think of you know Um, That's something that's very, very unique. And I kind of want to go back and touch on something you said with with regards to, you know, when you you have colleagues, you being in finance. You know, one of the things that's extremely important to me, and according to Prof. Sexton and the band staff, is that, you know, we do some things with our band here at Tennessee State, and, and Prof. Gray's really instilled this in us, that we make sure that we involve you guys into some unique kind of performing aspects. I think that's part of the reason I kind of adopted the hashtag, we don't play ordinary gigs. My mindset is when you finish Tennessee State University and you list on your resume that you went to Tennessee State University, but somewhere in there, you also listed your honors and stuff. Part of your honors is being a member of the aristocratic bands that resonate with a lot of people that says a lot about that person that was in the band for four years at tennessee state you know beyond their discipline their major it says that this person is a team player this person is able to um, work under pressure this person is able to accept constructive criticism this person is um, a person that can be initiate on their own without everybody. It just says a whole lot and those are the kind of skills that we're trying to develop within our students.
1: I think one of my favorite things that um, that we did especially when we went to high schoolers and uh, performed for them you know and also at TSU we played a, like our range of music is literally endless. Um, <laughs> we play Avril Lavigne to you know uh, eight ball MJG, you know, all in the same mm-hmm. setting, but we're so versatile that we can do it. You know, we play conga, you know, like you know. But, um, whenever we perform for high schoolers and then we tell, <laughs> we uh say all the uh music majors stand up and it's only like a few people, mm-hmm. like, wait, 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 hold up, y'all ain't music majors, like, <laughs> nah, we just we just know how to play music, and that was eye opening for me when um, I was a freshman and I didn't realize how many non-music majors, it was in a band, and we sound the way we sound. So mm-hmm. that was, that just blew my mind because I'm thinking this person is like an engineer and he's, mm-hmm. you know, like Phil for example, Phil is not a music major, mm-hmm. but Mr. Sexton always pointed at him, and he just freestyled. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, this man is the greatest, you know? And, and he's not even a music major. right? But, you know, it's, it's just stuff like that that uh, is really inspiring, especially for like a high schooler looking at that. And then, cause, you know, college is the gateway to some people's, you know, their, their quality of life, you Absolutely. know? And, and, and if they can see that and realize that you don't have to be a music major, but you can still be great and still do what you need to do. I mean, it's, 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 it's inspirational, you know, well, and...
3: You know, I mentioned that to um, the students in Indiana this past weekend. Whenever I go out, um, I'm, I, I carry the mantra of Tennessee State, you know, whether I have on something that says Tennessee State or not. I'm always advocating for our university. I'm always a recruiter. And the students, I said I, I, I had opportunity, I think it was about 90 kids. And at some point in time, whenever I'm guest conducting, I always take about 10 or 15 minutes to talk about Tennessee State University. And I don't care about ethnicity or none of that. You know, if you can play, we can teach you the rest. (laughs) And that's kind of how I I speak to students. And so um, anyway, they was pleasantly surprised to hear that, you know, only about 10 percent of the band or less are music majors. And I, I was talking to the parents at the concert about the correlation between STEM and music education and, and kids being able to be extremely successful. Um, and, you know, so I hope we got some a few kids out there. I think we got a good baritone play out oh, of that. Good, the first good. chair euphonium player, he wants to be an ag major.
1: Yeah, I, I, I graduated my, with an ag degree. So. And I told <laughs> him to, to look me up because I want
3: to get him in touch with the, the dean of the College of Agriculture. So I you know, was really excited for him to come up and talk to me. But um, yeah, those things go, to, go, to, go together. And then the other thing you mentioned about the array of music, um, a lot of people hear our name Aristocrat, a band. Some people kind of know where it comes from, some people don't. The actual true story, the name actually came because of the, our ability just to play a variety of things. The name came in the late 50s at a, at a sporting event.
1: It was the L.A. Rams uh, versus, um, I forget who else it was, but the commentator but just the, dubbed the that name.
3: Prof. Greer, he programmed in that halftime performance to Cotton in that yeah. was part of the halftime performance.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember and, we played that my freshman year. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, am I a marching band, Like at HBCU? <laughs> and so <laughs> when
3: the, the announcer heard the band play Takata and Few, he said that band is aristocratic. You know, mm. That's where the name stuck because of our ability to just play a variety of things. And when you start talking about traditions of the band, um, for me, um, having the opportunity to kind of, you know, do a little bit more in-depth research of the band. Um, One of the things that just stick out to me is music, the musicality has always been the number one most important thing of this band. All the way back from Mr. Greer there, there there's some things where he was talking about the sound of the band was very important to him. And then just uh, having, you know, 10, I think 10 years, maybe 11 years to work with Prof Graves, you know, one of the things he would always talk about with me and Mr. Sexton was the sound of the band, the concepts. That was his favorite word, the word concept. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how he wanted the band to sound. And so even now, as we move forward, you know, that's something that's gonna always be extremely important to me, the way we sound. You know, you should be able to put on blindfolds and say, oh yeah, that's Tennessee State band. Oh, that's another band, that's, another, that's Tennessee State. We yeah. don't ever wanna sound like anybody else. And yeah. you
0: can tell. And yeah. I think that is part of why people love the aristocratic bands, regardless mm-hmm. of their ethnicity, mm-hmm. you know, or mm-hmm. music preference. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and a lot of times, people like people in the band world kind of hate on us because we're different. But I'm like, <laughs> we we have so much variety. We're not the typical mm-hmm. HBCU because. Um, you go know, to the other HBC, you play a trombone, you probably got chords the whole time. I looked at my music, I said, whoa, <laughs> what is this? Yeah, yeah, that's, but that's, that's the benefits exactly. of,
3: uh, of Prof being a, yeah. a trombonist. So, you oh, know, man. I like, always give y'all a little something. Oh, the parts the that, 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 that <laughs> Mr. the section
1: Rogue, I'm just like, man, this is amazing. Um, yeah. You know, it, it wasn't easy, you know. And um, I made my decision back in 2009 at the uh, Atlanta Classic. Oh, it was when FAMU was. I think that that year they might have been about four hundred deep. Oh wow, might have been, mm-hmm. and y'all were about one sixty, mm-hmm. and I was kind of sitting close to them, so I was kind of uh, across from y'all. Mm. And at that time, you know, being from Atlanta, you know, Mr. McKelvey, my band director, he's a FAMU alum. I'm thinking, all right, you know, FAMU all the way, and then. You know, I heard FAMI play, then I heard TSU play something back, and I'm thinking, <laughs> these people sound, <laughs> like, fuller than this 400-piece right. band right next to me, and, you know, just the crispness of it and the arrangements, you know, it it really it really attracted me, so.
0: But it's quality or yeah. quantity. I had a, a teacher that used to say that in elementary school. Mm-hmm. I care more about the quality of the work that you give me than the quantity, That's mm-hmm. right. and that shows in what the aristocrat of bands does. And you know, you said something about people kinda hate. Mm-hmm. I, I think that oftentimes in life we hate what we can't be. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> but really you, you could be it <laughs> if you took, you know, a different perspective. Yeah. But I remember everyone serves a purpose in this band world, if you ask me.
1: Yeah, uh, freshman year, Mr. Second Pass i been so long, Vanita Baker, uh, rhythm of the night <laughs> cameosis.
2: All about
1: <laughs> this man passed out cameosis in the first measure I said, <laughs> I said whoa. Yeah. But you know, like that that just you know, that just spoke volume, especially when um the section leader stood and played um song from the blue book. Mm-hmm. I was really in shock. I'm just thinking wow these people are amazing so <laughs> yeah. you know I'm definitely I don't regret anything I'm like I'm so thankful that I'm I'm, I'm a part of this and was a part of it and you know
3: you always be a part of that mm-hmm. I appreciate
1: that Anything else as far as um behind the scenes with the Rose Bowl you said the application was done in 2017 was that the last time it was done or
3: Yeah it, it, that was actually the last time um we did everything and um 2017 they announced the bands, and then 2018 they announced the bands, and um, I got a call early 2019 asking would we reconsider, and I said, absolutely, I said, what do I need to do? They said, actually, we we kept your stuff on file, oh. y'all don't need to redo anything, okay. and so he, the, the guy asked me would I mind if they just uh, recirculate our application. And I sat there for a minute, and I said, mm, "Yeah, you know, because I I knew it was a strong enough um, process. We put everything together very, very intently, so I knew it was it was well done." So. But slick, uh, what's my man's name? The,
2: was the president over this? Um, Dr. Miller, Bob Miller Dr. Miller mm. Slick if I'm saying slick <laughs> He probably wasn't slick <laughs> You could feel That the audition Was still going on Because he came And visited us twice Yes Twice Twice Hung out with the band He was at the performances And all of that Homecoming but, but homecoming. homecoming You know that's a long day <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Him and his wife I yeah. picked them
3: up At six in the morning Oh well, the okay room, And they yeah. hung out With us yeah. All, day, all day long, <laughs> and,
2: and then you know, he gave comments. <laughs>
4: yeah, okay. So, so, so that's, you know,
1: was this in 2019? No, either? this was this year. This this year oh, like, okay,
0: he was there in oh. prison, and they had little like roses <laughs> that they, but they were. Oh. That's a good point. they weren't still oh they were still they were still
2: paying attention checking it out okay did we make the right choice yes (laughs) but he
0: kept having side conversations with me and I don't know if you heard any of them probably not because we were focused but he would say to me something about like dr mcdonald runs a tight ship so <laughs> he said but he, hey because look at them said, for this he said the size of the university he said it's a it's a nice size university but mm-hmm. you don't always see a university of this size with the band program this well mm-hmm. let alone to be able to perform in something like wow. the parade of roses so you know, hmm. people are taking taking notes yeah. and paying attention.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that, that, that was that final quality assurance. So like, all right, let me and just make sure.
2: As far as the uh, behind the scenes that you call it, this the the preparation, the actual preparation mm-hmm. of marching around this campus, <laughs> uh, trying to get those five miles in. You know, and you know there are things under construction and all that, but we worked around all of that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: like, uh, I keep forgetting that all this constructions here So yeah, I always yeah, go yeah. in over there And I gotta turn back around But yeah but yeah. yeah alright so yeah. Let's get to the preparation of the trip yeah. So and
2: then one of the focuses The main focus probably Well it's always the music But uh, it's making that turn yes. Making that turn I And saw also that turn you, have to, y'all did. you have to submit the songs that you're going to play in the parade mm. You actually had to submit the songs That you're going to play at that turn also <laughs> so it was. TV. It was important for us True. to have our timing right mm-hmm. when we made that turn. Yeah. And I, you don't know this, but Newsom knows because when we first started out at the parade, I called him. I said, where's the turn? Because yeah, I don't <laughs> We were asking too. I was as well. This as is as in the parade. Was, yeah, we were trying to In Los Angeles. I'm like, That's where's funny. the turn? That's when
3: You got good folks here. I don't <laughs> need to know none of that. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> right, we right, just right. need you to focus. Right, right. <laughs> right. Well, look, look, they're not trying to stress you out. Just We got yeah, it. <laughs> because,
2: we, you know, having gone around this campus and, and yeah. you know, get, yeah. got that timing pretty much perfectly yeah. to work out with the songs. You wanted to have it right the day of. yeah, yeah. And yeah. we did. Okay. And we did, so, you know. I, I got to tell one funny thing. Oh, I mean, go. it's not funny to the young lady, but we marched <laughs> in the street a little bit, too, back here. Okay. Uh, and I think, what is that, Albion? And what's the street that the plane is on? On 33rd. 33rd yeah. and Albion. Yeah. That's when we actually made the, 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 the biggest of the right turns. We did it in some other places. But, so we didn't have an escort. As far as as far as, you know, folks blocking traffic. We kinda did that ourselves. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) this one everybody would move out the way. You know, they see the band come, they get excited, they'll pull over to the side, take pictures and -hmm. and watch and enjoy. But this one young lady, she didn't want to pull over.
1: Oh man. She
2: didn't want to pull over. and I'm, and I'm probably don't I'm probably in trouble for this one. No, no. Uh but uh <laughs> <laughs> So we were at the 33rd getting ready to make the turn. That's where she had pulled up because mm-hmm. she was coming to campus. Mm-hmm. And we were nine across and we was taking up the entire street on okay. both sides. So she turned and we just kept asking, would you pull over, would you pull up to the side? I, Y'all ain't holding up too much traffic already. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, okay, I said, okay. <laughs> I said, okay. Like, we, we taped up the whole street, right? Yeah. Oh, she was blocked. We did, We stood there and played for a good five minutes. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I ain't mean to get revenge vengeance right there, but I was just like, she was rude. Everybody else was yeah, you know. rude. was. Well, she got some like, entertainment.
0: <laughs> she a, got she
2: free and, and I gave her time to calm down. Right, <laughs> she right, She could right.
1: enjoy the music, you
2: know.
4: So this is a safety. Thank that man. was the Lord yeah. That's yeah. what you did.
1: <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just got to halt, you know? You know? Yeah. So what
3: well, uh, we, we, prophet's is talking about, and, the, you know, the, the band directors, just, man, we basically had, when I think about it, we basically had what we call the Rose Bowl pre-drill. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, the last day of classes was like November 16th or 17th. Hmm. Commencement was November 18th. Yeah. Yeah, we sent everybody on. home for Thanksgiving, let them eat, enjoy their families. We brought everybody back to campus on December 5th on that Sunday passed out all the instruments, passed out the music that night. I think the kids are like, okay, they are tripping. (laughs) And that next morning, we didn't quite get up at 6 a.m. They had to get up and eat breakfast, but like right at 8.30, we had four practices every day from Mm -hmm. December 6th. To December seventeenth, a lot oh, of people they don't know
1: that. Oh, that's 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 definitely <laughs> pre-drill. That is like definitely
3: pre-drill. Definitely. So we they did work. we <laughs> we did music every morning from eight thirty till about ten. Mm-hmm. We did field rehearsal every oh, day. We from did some physical
2: stuff. Yeah, we had some day. exercises yeah. and all hard.
3: that. Oh yeah, that, that's <laughs> definitely pre-drill. <laughs> well, what we, well, we had to get the kids in shape for yeah. this five mile parade. Yeah. We we did we did calisthenics everything. Uh, we we did that from ten thirty till about. 12, 12, 30. Then we went, ate lunch. We came right back to the field because mm-hmm. it was December. So we went straight outside True in the yeah, warm. Yeah, yeah. We came back and we started working on our halftime show for the band fest. So we would work on that till about three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Then every day at three o'clock, we did what we call the parade. We would march from the practice field over there by Gentry mm-hmm. all the way back to the band room. And what Mr. Sexton is talking about was every day they added a mile.
1: Ooh, okay. So the first
3: day, the kids were like, oh, this ain't nothing, mm-hmm. this is a piece of cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By Wednesday, we was up to three miles, and the three miles came marching around campus, all in between the, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the buildings, so much so that I think one day we was early, we finished the band fest show early, and I got a call from the president's office saying, y'all not doing the parade
4: today? I said, we just did it.
3: I said, the, 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 the band and the calf eating 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 dinner. So then they would go eat dinner at what, 4.30, mm-hmm. 4, 4.30, and then we came back into the band room as best as we could, and we would practice again from maybe 6 to about 9 or 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. and we did that from December 6 to... December 17th. And then we loaded the truck and we sent everybody home on December 18th. Mm-hmm.
2: And so. And so, you know what it's like playing in parades, even yeah. when they're short. Yeah. And especially when there are a lot of people, and, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like. but there are like no yeah. gaps of fans, you know, we're yeah. going to play a lot. Mm-hmm. So, I must say, <laughs> <laughs> all of those rehearsals, paid. Uh, off. they were strong. Yeah. They were strong because, you know, we had to play a lot. In this parade, there were no gaps. None. There were no mm. empty spots in this parade. Yeah. So we were playing quite a bit for five point five miles. I felt bad for them. <laughs> I, I used to so love. Bad for I, them.
1: I used to love parades where it was a little gap so we could take a little breather. Right. And then, as they put that back on, <laughs> you were like, oh, here we go again." Yeah, there were none. No gaps. It was, no gap. it was mm.
2: hundreds and thousands of people out there, yeah. man. I bet.
1: I yeah, bet. So. So, yeah, they yes. estimate
3: about a million people was on the street. I can believe that. I believe that. Are you serious? And then they yeah. estimate another 10 million saw us on TV. Because yeah. so. then
0: they had like stands, like you, yeah. you were yeah. at. It was like bleachers. Like the yes. They game. had bleachers <laughs> with signs saying, I mm-hmm. yeah. love TSU and all sorts of stuff. It was, was some there good was people support. With there. Signs yeah. saying, yeah. like, what, yeah. half yeah. a mile left?
3: Yeah, kind of rooting you on, encouraging. Yeah. You got one mile left. <laughs> yeah.
0: I know the kids are like oh thank you jesus
1: <laughs> you know it, it's also ironic too because my manager uh she went to the rose bowl yeah. and um she
3: mentioned that to me one day i was yeah, at the bank yeah
1: like i walk in the office and it's them in front of the rose bowl and she
3: was a high, his his manager well his supervisor because he's a banker his supervisor um mentioned to me one day i was at at the bank get some stuff done for the band and she mentioned that when she was in high school at franklin high school down mm-hmm. in Williamson County. Mm-hmm.
1: That they went to the Rose Bowl.
3: Pool.
1: Oh wow! I think it was like in '99 or like '98. Yeah. One of them. Because she's young, relatively
3: young.
1: She's like in her early 40s, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they like it's funny in the in the office is that picture of them at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, good stuff. So,
2: a couple of other things uh, that was interesting to me. He said we came back for for rehearsals mostly every day. The weather was pretty nice. Temperature was nice. (laughs) The sun was shining. We only had a couple of of days where it rained. But other than that, it was nice. Then we get to California.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sunshine State. (laughs) Uh
2: (laughs) And it rained almost every day. Yeah,
1: I did see that. Almost
2: every day.
1: I thought it never rained in, uh well, I guess that's Southern California, right? Yeah, that's what he everybody said, was saying. Yeah. But
0: wait, in that song he says, they tell <laughs> me. So I don't <laughs> think we paid attention to that
1: part. <laughs> yeah, I think the whole band yeah, started listening on. to yeah. this.
0: Well, I was like, wait a minute, we I been thought tricked.
1: it was dope because I, I saw like the uh, performance and y'all was playing rain. Yep. Yeah. In the rain. Oh, yes. like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Scripted, and
2: you know. The, and the temperature was a little chilly. It was. Yes, really. yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they,
0: they had was, to get creative. Like with that turn practice.
3: Yeah. Well, and just thinking about the way we practice, and, mm-hmm. and I think all the, the AOB alumni would resonate with this. The morning we got ready to practice one more time for the for the turn, it was pouring down rain in Los Angeles. <laughs> I'm talking about it. it wasn't sprinkling. It was like April here, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. six in the morning. We had an eight o'clock practice. The band students was coming downstairs, giving me that look, and <laughs> Prof this morning. It's like pouring down. <laughs> I got with the band directors. I said, man, they ain't going to be able to do it today. I said, we need to find an alternative place. So we started kind of talking through it. And I think the manager of the hotel kind of heard us laboring through this and he pulled me to the side. He said, my friend is the manager of the mall across the street. He said, would you practice in the mall? (laughs) I said, if we can get the whole band in there. He said, let me make a call. And then I went and told Mr. Sexton and he was like, okay. And so he came back. He said, "You want to go over there and see?" I said, "Come on." Mr. Sexton went with me, and um, who else went with us? Me. Mr. Newsom and Mr. Newsom. Mr. Newsom went, and we went in there and looked in the mall, and we was looking around like, "Okay, we can make this." Then finally, uh, what's the name of the store? Forever 21. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were they had gutted the store because they was making a, a new change to it. It was a space as large as the indoor practice facility. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? And the manager agreed to us practicing enough that for what two hours?
2: Yeah a long time. We they just said in that just
3: perfected the turn, Perfected the turn. Look at that. Perfected the right. turn. Now I,
2: <laughs>
1: now I can never say I practiced in them all. Oh that was new. Yeah that was all. Right. Right.
0: We got good footage of that. And it's interesting to see them lined up and making that turn because there were, the way the store was set up, it was two floors. Mm-hmm. And so in the center was like, what, the escalators? Yep. Mm-hmm. So they had to turn sharp turns
4: mm-hmm.
0: around that. So that essentially got them ready for what they were gonna have to, to do. To do it was almost
3: like a godsend to yes. practice at that mall. Mm-hmm. Cause they perfected a turn. And the way that turn came about, I wanted to make sure I, I give a, a shout out to Prof. Newsom. Um, you know, all these years, everybody have labored over that turn. every band director and a lot of band directors have tried to approach that turn with the, the, the what I call the traditional pinwheel trying to make that turn, and even the HBCU bands before us, we went back and looked at that, everybody. a couple of them did okay, but it still wasn't great, and then one, one of them kind of fell apart in that turn. And so we just started looking up and so I thought about Ohio State being there, and then somebody told me, look up Ohio State, them doing the term. And uh, I asked Mr. Newsom to look it up and just kind of study it. And I didn't think nothing else about it. We talked about it like maybe a a day or so after homecoming. And when the kids came back to campus on December 6th, he was teaching it. He was teaching it, he was Mm. teaching it. And probably around December 9th, they had gotten to the point that he had taught it so well that they were so comfortable with it. Like, it just, it was just hitting. It was just, it was smooth. No other words, so kudos to Prof for, you know, making that
4: happen
1: for us. Yeah, because I definitely remember watching, I was like, dang, that's, that's Did it look good? Well, yeah, I was like, dang, that was all, uh, all slick. were <laughs> all you know, all like, <laughs> I was like, dang.
3: Yes. <laughs> and yeah, so yeah, he yeah. he did uh, a tremendous job so if it's a high school band director out there needs somebody to write drills i told him he needs to start his own business, business mm-hmm. drill writing so mm-hmm. um, hit my man up Come on, and i will say uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: well we had more than one or two performances we had a few performances out mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. uh there were a couple of challenges, but you talked about behind the scenes. There were a couple yeah, of yeah, challenges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Which one are you talking about? And Uh-oh. I just speak enough that needs to be seen, not too much. <laughs> okay, okay. The rain was the first challenge. Mm-hmm. Yes, it okay. you know, because uh, I think our first performance was the uh, halftime show. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 and it Fantastic. rained, and and and, mm-hmm. and the uh, the people running the event yeah. were ahead of time
3: mm. because the bands kind of pulled out. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they started kind of getting anxious about having us to go ahead and perform. And I, I guess I learned early on as a young band director, don't ever let allow somebody to rush, rush me and rush my band, because you'll get the kids too anxious. You all, they already got adrenaline pumping, they're trying to remember everything that's being taught, and then all of a sudden you start, hurry up, hurry up. And so um, we was trying to our best, and I'm I'm saying this politically correct. Yes, please. <laughs> so we was trying our best not to be rushed, but we still ended up
2: performing maybe thirty minutes to an hour yeah. than what we were scheduled to perform. Yeah. But that's that's why I call it a challenge because level mm-hmm. heads, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. were there. So that mm-hmm. nothing crazy happened, and they did, went out there and did a you know a great job on that show. They did. And then I think our next performance was that at the museum. Yep. Museum. It rained that day. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. Because we were supposed to perform outside of the museum mm-hmm. you know, for the people. And there were a lot of people there really wanting to hear the band play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what wound, wound up happening is they kept everything on the inside. We had to get a little, a smaller group on the inside to play. So oh, wow. that was a challenge. You know. And speaking yeah. of
3: that museum, um, the, now that Prof brought them up. So that was the California African-American uh, Museum. Um, just a shout out to them um, for inviting us to perform but what's going to happen is a partnership between that museum and the Tennessee State University aristocrat of bands where we presented an artifact to them and annually we will send them artifacts of the band right. where there'll be a little area um, with our band in, in as part of the 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 exhibits. That
2: was really special. And
3: you're right. It was, you know, that's like unheard of. The other thing about it is we're trying to set up two scholarships for band kids in the Los Angeles area that will be funneled through that, that museum, through some type of, um, um, some type of um, maybe competition or something like that, where the the auditions are sent to us and we, 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 um, award those scholarships to two Los Angeles kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that would be dope because uh, I don't think I March anybody from California. I don't mm-hmm. think.
3: I think um, <coughs> well, uh, probably uh, Terrence Bankett. He was from Sacramento. Okay. I don't know if Terrence was in the band. You, he was uh, before
1: me was but I Hogan. do.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. That's the only person I can remember from Los right. Angeles. Well, from California. About the furthest west we got now is we got a, <coughs> a well, he's a sophomore. He was a freshman last year we got a young man from New Mexico we've never heard of him from New Oh wow Mexico. <laughs> so um, that's the interesting thing about performances like um, the tournament of roses and the reason you know my eyes are set on those types of things because it, it you know it goes beyond the band these are avenues and recruitment avenues for our university Mm -hmm. and as a professor here at tennessee state university you you have to think beyond just your general area that this this is mcdonald talking this is nobody else i don't want to get nobody in trouble so whenever i think about the university i always think that we have to attract kids to the university because if there's no kids here we have no one to teach and so um these types of performances are so important because it's probably, you know, <coughs> who knows countless number of kids and people that saw the band that may not be a band member but will come to Tennessee State University just because they saw us. And everybody likes to be associated with a winner. The band was winning that day. And <laughs> right, was, and, yeah. and, and
2: speaking of that, because the performances were diverse. Mm-hmm. <coughs> mm-hmm. Because when we performed for the Lakers, you know, we didn't have any horns out there. We just had like, percussion and majorettes. Yeah. And you would think, mm, that's just going to be all right. No. I knew when they left here uh, after the <laughs> last couple of rehearsals mm-hmm. that they had something gold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, when they got out there, oh man, they tore that place up. <laughs> all those fans loved it. Oh and yeah. see, that's another <clears throat> group of people that see, saw us perform. Yeah. You know, they yeah. may not be kids, but they got kids. Mm-hmm. They no kids. They no teachers. Mm-hmm. You know, so but uh that performance was hot. Yes it
1: was. It was hot. When I when I first saw that uh announcement, I, like half time at the Lakers, I said, What? <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I'm just scrolling and then I had to like scroll back to make sure I saw what I saw was real, but yeah, like you know, super proud of the uh, AOB. Um y'all took a plane there, like tell us about the plane ride. <laughs> y'all was on a charter plane, right?
3: Yeah, so with the charter, how that came about, um First I just want to say kudos to a lot of alumni that I really can't mention their names because of them being modest. And you know, um, but they gave huge amounts of money. Mm. Um, um, None of this would be possible without a couple of them. But when I called my colleague at Southern, um, my frat brother, my good alpha brother, who's the band director down there. I called Kendrick and asked him, (laughs) about his experiences. Actually, I called him, I called Chipman at FAM and I called Dr. Oliver at Alabama State, just to kind of get some insight into what we was getting ready to go into. And I asked Kedrick about his experience. I asked him what was the best part and the worst part, and he said the worst part of the experience for him was that they had to fly commercially, Mm. which meant he had kids coming into the airport maybe 10 at a time, four at a time. So the, the charter bus had to wait till all these kids got there. Then if somebody was delayed, the other part of it was they didn't fly straight out of Baton Rouge. That He had to put all his kids on the bus and drive over to Dallas, not New Orleans, which is our way, to Dallas, so that it made it a little bit more affordable. So I understood what he had to do. But when I, after that conversation, I immediately started talking to some people on campus that could make some things happen for us. And I was like, you know, with everything that we experienced with the pandemic and all of that, we cannot, you know, be on different flights. We just can't. And then I remember I experienced in 2002 when we played in Las Vegas, the football team played in Las Vegas. We was on a charter then it was two charters, but it was the entire university. Okay. So remember how Prof. Grace did that experience helped to shape my mindset for this experience. And so um, I just talked to some people like, we gotta go charter, we cannot go commercial. I mentioned the thing that happened with Southern and you know the fact that we're in a pandemic right now, we just can't do that. And so, long story short, we had a charter plane that sat, what, 379 people. Mm-hmm. And we took up maybe 280 of the seats or yeah. something yeah. like that. Mm. So, kids had plenty of room. It was, it was one of those. They had little monitors on there. With yeah. They yeah. The <laughs> it was nice. Stuff uh-huh. stuff like uh-huh. yeah, nice. It, it was very nice. <laughs> it was really, really great. it so. <laughs> gave
0: luxury, you know. Yeah. They, that, I think that they is. deserve it as hard as they work. Yeah, yeah, they they did. They that did. that is that is
1: aristocratic. <laughs> um,
0: yes, it is. There you go.
1: Now you know there's that time though. Uh, it was I don't know what happened, but we were. Um, remember, we was that like uh, we was in Arlington, Tennessee? We like yeah. we we wasn't in Memphis. We was in Arlington. Yeah. At like a motel, and we were just distraught. <laughs> we was like this is <laughs> like we were not used to this, but
3: well, it was kind of like one of those perfect know, storms where yeah, uh, um, a lot of things kind of did not come to fruition for us. Yeah. And then also that same weekend as the Southern Heritage, I think it was a gospel music convention. Mm. So you you had all these people in town for the Southern Heritage that you normally have, and then you turned around and you had another 500,000 people or so for that. And yeah. so um, we later found out that some of those rooms and stuff that we would normally get probably had been booked two years prior and so. <sighs> You know, it's money. Yep. All it's fair, love, and war when you start talking about money. So I can see those hotel managers. Well, I know Tennessee State, but this two years down the road, I already got my money. So, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yep.
4: Yeah.
0: But thankfully, you guys haven't had to deal with anything of that nature. Yep. It's been learning experiences and positive yes. for students, especially in a pandemic. Yep. And I don't think every band gets the opportunity to travel that way. I remember someone asked me, "You guys are taking a bus?" I said, now, come on now." <laughs> First of all, please don't disrespect the aristocratic <laughs> bands that way. A bus from Tennessee to California—that
1: would be rough. That yeah.
0: would be rough. I said First of all, a bus from kids on a bus. A bus That's from
1: rough. Tennessee to Florida was, was rough. No, we could not We could <laughs>
0: not We not <can>, um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: like that, that was rough.
2: So, well, are we there
0: yet? Yeah. Yes, that would just no, no, no. It's but like,
3: kind of speaking. This is another behind-the-scenes thing that we want people to kind of understand, too. Uh, You know, I know people always say I'm rigid and stern, (laughs) but I'm that way for a reason. So with getting our kids and getting our staff safely to and from California, actually my mindset probably started almost a year ago with us doing weekly. We do weekly COVID tests, just the band. Mm -hmm. We started last year with a paramedic. And as things would go, been fortunate enough to meet an actual medical doctor. And so we went from the um, nasal test to the, the, the oral test and then much more comfortable kids participating. So every Tuesday since mm-hmm. pre-drill at five o'clock in the band room, there's 250 something kids taking a COVID test every mm-hmm. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That's one of the ways we managed to keep everybody safe But the fortunate thing about that was that doctor, like you're in finance, we're educators. We all know people around the the country that do the same thing we do. So that doctor made sure we had a doctor on call in Los Angeles, Mm. you know. And and he made sure there were a couple of things that we were mindful of that um, I mentioned to Officer Finch, who travels with us and does some logistical things. So... Um, we was able to make it safely through that, that, that trip and that performance.
1: Yeah, because that's a, you know, to, to, to you know, bring, you said, what, 280 people, yeah. like band and staff mm-hmm. included? You know, to, to do that, perform, and, you know, have it go smoothly and come back and everybody safe and sound, that's, you know, that's a feat within itself.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and then uh,
3: getting back to the Lakers, the way that transpired with only the percussionists and the, the dancers and the drum majors. The way that transpired was the NBA had their own set of rules.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, because you've been in the band when we've done the Memphis Grizzlies game. We've taken everybody on the court. And mm-hmm. so when I got the call for the Lakers, I was thinking everybody was going to do it. You know, and I was just trying to figure out how we were going to get two hundred thirty forty kids on that court and then move around. but. Um, They called back and said, well, the NBA don't want any wind players out there because the the wind instruments are like an aerosol can. Mm -hmm. And so only your percussionists can go. And we said, only percussionists? Okay. I said, well, you know, we started thinking about it and had a little meeting about it and said, well, maybe we'll include some dancers and the drum majors. And that's how that came about. Then they was adamant only 20 kids can perform Mm. because of NBA safety guidelines and then other adamant part was before we can go over there and practice so we left part of the band this being the the true tennessee state aristocratic bands as we always do um sometimes the band director don't talk don't tell him i told you this but sometimes he'll overbook (laughs) 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 so we had part of the band in in disney at disneyland during the parade and then we had another 20 or so kids getting on this bus to go downtown um, well, to, not the Staples Center, Crypto Center, yeah. I think
1: that's what it Yeah, I'm not, yeah. Crypto Arena. I will forever know it as a sta- the
3: Staples, Staples
0: center. center I keep calling it the Staples Center, too.
3: But before they would allow those students on the court, everybody had to be COVID tested per NBA rules. Mm. And then from there, the rest of the day. And they quarantined us while we was there and to the performance and everything. But I just say, when you talk about students, this group of students, one of the things that I, I will say about them, because each band is different, this band has the ability to, whatever hand is dealt with them, I'm a, I'm a spades player, bids player, whatever <laughs> hand is dealt with them, to them, they know how to take that hand and run a Boston every time. It can be the worst hand dealt to them. We, once, once they hear from the band staff about what we think about it and how we're going to approach it, they take them a few minutes, and they're like, all right, let's go. Oh, <laughs> we
2: got some strong leaders in there. It's a couple of females. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. Okay. They scare me. <laughs> 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 you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Yes, I do. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we've been
3: very fortunate. Just, just a great group of kids, you know. Um, and we didn't really, as a, as a set of band directors, you know, typically, like with you, we come to everybody's band room and we listen to you this past year, all of our stuff was done virtually. Mm. And so we had two hundred and eighty something kids scheduled to be here, and two hundred and sixty-seven showed up. And other two sixty-seven, two hundred and sixty-three were fully vaccinated. And so okay. that was a blessing in itself. And um this just group of kids, they jailed together so fast. I think, you know, we started pre-drill the first week of August. By that second week, you know, marching up and down the field, you could Mm -hmm. just tell that this was a special group. By the time we got ready to perform in Canton, you just can just tell that these kids, okay. All right, prof, what we need to do. And they, once they figured out, they ready to do it.
1: Yeah, and while we're on that, so, Just with this experience, what does this mean for the AOB in the future?
3: So there are a couple of things (laughs) that I have my eyes set on that I want us to do. Um, I'll put it like this. My vision is always to make sure that the alumni is extremely proud. So I I don't want to go into detail about what it is, the next set of goals, But what I will say is um, once we accomplish these next things in the next two or three years, I think the alumni are going to be equally as proud of the band as they are right now or more proud.
2: And and it's wild, maybe uh, for lack of a better word, because this comes from a string of performances. Mm -hmm. I'm almost like... What are you gonna do that's better? Because the band's been to Japan. Yeah. You don't understand. In Switzerland.
1: Switzerland. In the White yeah. House. The White House.
2: I'm like, what are you yeah. gonna do that's better? I'm mm. I'm waiting, I'm eager to see what this is gonna be myself.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, it's like a new plateau, to be honest. It's just it just keeps going higher and higher. Just like this uh, housing market. But um, you know, <laughs> well, that's
3: interesting that Prof said it and what you are Um I was talking to one of our sophomore. She's a sophomore this year. And this was actually at the parade when we was lining up that morning. I said, You didn't think when you came to us from Detroit you'd be in California today and she like, No I said, <laughs> You know, you're just a sophomore probably in two years you're gonna be doing something even better than this and her eyes just got big. I said, We'll see You mm-hmm. know, and so um we just have been extremely fortunate that just a whole lot of good things just have come to our way. And when they've come our way, we've been prepared. You know, we, I call it making your own luck. You know, when opportunity meets preparation and we've been prepared every time. So, you know, um, I would just say the whole thing about California is just one of those things that you just feel good about that morning at the parade, cause that's when the sun finally hit that right. morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, you get man, cause we had to get up what, three in the morning? Mm-hmm. Yes. It was pretty early. It was really <laughs> yeah. early. Yes. And, and the kids was on the bus, kind of asleep. And as the sun was coming up and they, they moved us into place cause I think, so they put the college bands together. So it was yes. Ohio State, Utah, in tennessee state i don't know who was behind us i know it wasn't georgia state but it was somebody
2: i thought they were earlier
3: maybe they might have been earlier yeah. than us and so we was all kind of sitting there ohio state warmed up utah warmed up then the aristocratic bands warmed up <laughs> and i saw all those kids in utah band turn around like oh my Because you know we warmed up with um we warmed up with uh, Jesus love. Me. We warmed up with Smoke. We warmed up with People. You know, and the people were like, oh, that's a different sound. And it was rich that morning. You can just tell. Kids were filling those horns. Yeah, uh, good,
1: old, good, old, good old people.
3: And, so as, and, and it, this is probably one of the prettiest places I've ever been before in my life. As the band was warming up, like over this side, you can kind of see the, the mountains. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And at the top of the, each mountain was snow. Yeah. Snow capped mountains. Hmm. real pretty scene then over this way that's where the sun was coming in from the east and just kind of shining it was just a remarkable remarkable morning and total experience because the night before we had just done the lakers so it was a late night and just to see kids just up ready to go and Nobody got left at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't looking for nobody. That was
2: actually a two-performance day. We did Disney and the Lakers the same day, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And then it was, what, New
0: Year? So, yeah. it was, it was, that was, they did a great job yeah. Yeah.
1: and
4: managing.
2: Man. Yeah. But they were ready. I think all that preparation and the rehearsals that when we were here. Yeah. got yeah. them ready. They were strong. They, they were, were ready.
1: It's yeah. Really. You know, and they won't ever forget that experience. So, yeah. but just want to thank y'all for taking time out to do this. Uh podcast for me um you know i'm a member i marched from 2011 to 2015 you know so if y'all listen to this right now current band members you know just know that I'm definitely proud of you and enjoy these moments you'll never forget them you're gonna be talking about these moments forever because even when me and uh people from the band whenever we get together we just start <laughs> Talking about band stories for days. Yeah. And, you know, just enjoy this time. Um, mm-hmm. don't ever, you know, take advantage of it. Just make sure that you know, you enjoy every moment, you know, work hard, pick up your feet, play mm-hmm. your part, drive, drive, drive. Mm-hmm. Any last words before we get out of here from any of y'all? I,
2: I just had a great time at the first. you know, I'll just Kind
1: of a people person. Mm-hmm. Cause could,
2: so, could. Yeah. You couldn't see because you was <laughs> yeah. I was having a good time with the crowd on on my side of it. He had a blast. So so <laughs> so look, Mr. Sexton, I, was the <laughs> I look, I don't know look. if this will ever happen again. I was there and I was in the moment, buddy.
1: Yeah, look, <laughs> and the crowd M- was having a good time. Mr. Sexton is a part-time entertainer. Like okay. he, yeah like, okay. I'm talking about him when him it, whenever you get the mic or anything, it's like, all right, he got it. This guy. Well, yeah, no, so you, you know, and i has been with the Aristocratic band since 82. Yeah, so, you know, mm-hmm. true legend. Mm-hmm. Shanti, you got anything as a as a media director?
0: Um, honestly, just continue to look out for the aristocratic bands in different spaces and try to be patient yeah. with the changes that are happening with what is happening in the band. Yeah. Because the one thing that's not gonna change is the integrity of the sound. Right. That, that's not going to change. You can see that. If The only change happening that is they get better and better, mm-hmm. right? You know, because these gentlemen do what they do so well. Yep. But where I come in is communicating that to people outside of this world. And this world, I'm talking about TSU world, the band world. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just... Stay on the lookout, yeah, but be plug, patient uh, and enjoy what's coming.
1: We're definitely looking forward to it, and, you know, we're definitely happy that, you know, media team is in place. Um,
0: oh, yeah, and follow us. Yeah. You know, you know. Plug you us know, in. Tell
1: you, us. Tell, tell us what go it, what ahead it, and
0: follow us. Uh Tweet us. Uh, follow us. You, you follow everybody else. What's the... uh? So, go ahead and follow. Let me... Go ahead. TSU Aristocrats there on we go. Instagram. There we go. You want to follow us on What's that? Twitter. Mm -hmm. And then you also want to go ahead and subscribe to us on YouTube. The Aristocrats. We do have our own page. Okay. And so content is coming out. We've documented the trip. We're releasing different episodes. We have three out now. We dropped one while we were in California. Mm -hmm. We dropped another one. We got back. And then the most recent one was the Lakers performance. Okay. Um, Cool. 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 So if people want to keep up with us and continue to share their positive feelings About yes. what is happening with the band Yes you know? positive
1: alumni please We, Yeah you know.
0: and for alumni that Isn't in that space God bless Yeah, We appreciate the thoughts
1: Yeah Alright well I think that's about it um, This will be out next Wednesday so Y'all stay tuned I'll uh, get the social media From you and I'll include it into the Episode yeah. description and Tune in till next time Yep,
3: good job. Okay,
2: pop pop. (laughs) You got that (laughs) TBS.